Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk some Super Bowl props next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers, and I'm joined by Sia Najad of the FFT DFS podcast. You can get the last two DFS pod episodes of the season next week, Tuesday and Thursday, 5 p.m. on YouTube and on the FFT DFS podcast feed. Uh, last DFS show of the year. We're going to talk next week about some DFS showdown lineups, but this week we're going to talk some betting. And the first thing I want to ask you, Sia, game has an over-under 50.5. That's pretty high. Eagles are favored by one and a half. Both these teams sport identical 14 and three records. They were the number one seeds in their respective conferences. It kind of ended up being a little bit of a chalky uh, postseason. Although, you know, if you were actually following it, Mahomes ankle injury, uh, Brock Purdy's injury. There was a lot of, you know, a lot of different ways we got to the two number one seeds going up against each other. And, you know, the 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 Chiefs have faced the tougher test in this postseason. So it is a little surprising that the Eagles are favored by a point and a half in this one. You know, obviously the Eagles got to face Daniel Jones and then the kind of injured Brock Purdy, Josh Johnson combination last week on their way to the Super Bowl. Do you buy the idea that the Eagles haven't really been tested this season? Well, it's funny because it was Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson, but then it was like nobody. I mean, it was yeah. like a half where they were pretty much playing without a quarterback. So, it, you know, I think two things can be true. I think you can make the argument that the Eagles haven't been tested like the Chiefs or some of the other elite teams in the NFL and that the Eagles are an elite team and that they're better than the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, you, you can be not be tested and still be the best team in the NFL. Now, if the question is exclusively have the Eagles been tested like a normal playoff team has been heading to the Super Bowl, then the answer, of course, is no. But I don't take any credit away from the Eagles. Yep. That's not the that's not the Eagles forcing anything. That's just great circumstances for them. And it, it's not like they squeaked by the 49ers with Brock Purdy injured. You know, they 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 beat them soundly. And then that's what this team has done. They beat the Giants soundly. Like this is not mm-hmm. a team that has struggled to get to where they are. Yes, they've they've had some you know, easier matchups throughout the season, especially in the postseason, but they've taken care of business. That's what you expect a good team to do. Let's pivot to uh, some of those prop bets. We'll have more to talk about next week. We'll we'll have a lot to talk about next week. But see, so yeah, let's uh, who what's a what's a play that you're looking to play this year for the Super Bowl? There's a few plays that I've already played, and there's a few that I have my eye on. The ones I have my eye on, we can probably talk about next Thursday when we do this very same show. But the plays that I've already made bets on, and and one of these is actually out on Sportsline right now. Actually, two of them are probably out on Sportsline, but one was my pick, and the other one is Mike McClure's pick. Uh, My pick is Devontae Smith over 61 and a half receiving yards. Actually, my play was 62 and a half receiving yards. It has since gone down in some markets to 61 and a half. It opened at 63 and a half. It went down to 62 and a half, then 61. Listen, this is just one of those situations. I think it will end up going back right back up to 63 and a half before game time, if not 64. I think Devontae Smith, listen, when you think of the Eagles, 
it's a condensed target share. That's what we love about props. Mm -hmm. When we can focus on, there's three guys that are going to be catching the ball for the most part. It's Dallas Goddard, A.J. Brown, and Devontae Smith. In Devontae Smith's case, he has really sailed over this yardage total. I mean, sailed over it. And, and if you take last week away, which, which, which was a weird game because the Eagles didn't really have to play in the second half, he's hit this in six out of his last seven and really truly sailed over it. So it, this is one of those situations where with a condensed target share, I think Devontae Smith, if, if his target share is anywhere close to what it's been in the last seven games, he's going to sail over this because honestly, he only needs four or five catches to get this. His receiving prop right now from a reception standpoint is five and a half and it's, it's juiced to the under. So let's put him at five catches. I think he sails over 61 or 62 and a half receiving yards wherever you get it. Yeah, he got there. Each of the final six games of the season, weeks 13 through 18, didn't get there the last two games. But like you mentioned, this hasn't been a situation where the Eagles have been forced to throw the way you would expect them to against the Chiefs. You know, they beat the Giants by 31. They beat the the 49ers by 24. I think Jalen Hurts hasn't even thrown 50 passes in the playoffs so far total. You know, he he probably won't throw 50 in this game, but he'll probably be over where he's been the last couple of games. And so that's where I think this is a a pretty good value. What about some other plays for you? Yeah, a couple other ones. I've got Isaiah Pacheco over 12 and a half receiving yards. Now, this is not my play, although I absolutely support it, but it's Mike McClure's play. We did a mega preview with so many people, Larry Harstein, um, RJ White, Jonathan Coachman, uh, Mike McClure, myself, prop stars. And one of the plays that Mike mentioned was Isaiah Pacheco over 12 and a half receiving yards. Now, conventionally, we see Jarek McKinnon as the pass catching mm-hmm. running back, but it just hasn't been the case over the last two weeks. And Pacheco has really proven he can take that role, not outright take it from Jarek McKinnon, but at least assume that role to a large degree. Super efficient last week. He sailed over 12 and a half receiving yards last week, as everybody knows. But I think more importantly, he caught five out of six targets. So, I mean, he's showing the efficiency and he's giving Mahomes and Andy Reid and really everybody, the OC, confidence that he's actually going to be, you know, a, a, a an asset in the receiving game. So this, this prop is now 14 and a half in some places. And I asked Mike McClure during our FFT DFS show, which we just wrapped, he said he'd play this up to like 17 and a half, 16 and a half. So I think you're still getting a pretty good value at 14 and a half. And uh, Isaiah Pacheco, I think, will sail over this. And don't forget, there's not a lot of receivers that are healthy for the Kansas City. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to check that next Thursday in terms of Juju and and um, Kadarius Tony specifically. It doesn't look like McColl's going to play, but uh, they're going to need their pass catching running backs. The other the the last one for now is Patrick Mahomes' longest rush under 11 and a half yards. You could take his rushing yard total under if you want because that's really been coming in lately, and and part of the reason is because of that high ankle sprain. But in this case, against that Eagles defense, listen, I know it's the Super Bowl and he's going to be running and grinding for every single yard. But with that ankle, I just don't see him assuming much of a rushing role, much of a getting out of the pocket role. And if he does, I think it will be under 11 and a half rushing yards. So that's another one I really like. Yeah, I mean, we saw last week he played through the injury. He's going to have that extra week to to get healthy. But we saw multiple times last week where he tried to scramble, he tried to move, and you saw him start to hop. You know, that injury clearly wasn't 100%. And high ankle sprains, you know, he he's different. You know, he seems to play through injuries that would set other guys on the sidelines, but that doesn't mean he's 100%. And I don't think it's going to mean he's 100% even with the extra week off just because High ankle sprains are really, really tricky injuries, and you can re-aggravate them very easily. So mm-hmm. I think that's a good call. It's definitely something to watch as we you know, look ahead to the Chiefs offense in the Super Bowl because Patrick Mahomes probably still going to be somewhere less than 100%. Might be 90%. Probably won't be 100%. So that's going to do it for the FFT and 5 podcast. We'll be back next week. Talk more Super Bowl preview. We'll see you then. <laughs>